Welcome to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz alongside the top dog. How you doing this week, Hanford? I am great, Gabby. I, I could be uh, feeling a lot better if uh, we were in some of these games, all the excitement that's uh, going on right now in the National Football League. But uh, other than that, I am uh, I am okay. Yeah, you seem to be recovered enough, which is good. <laughs> have you been keeping up with these games then? What, what have you been up to? Well, I, I, I have been keeping up, and uh, it, it's a little funny. I thought uh, yesterday, actually, Saturday, I wasn't going to do anything because uh, I was just locked in to um, – I wanted to see what was going to happen doing the uh, Ravens and, uh, and uh, the Houston Texans uh, ball game because uh, obviously you know as well as I do, we watched that game when we played them, and – how they just took our number one defense and just just literally pretty much CJ did whatever he wanted to do uh, to our football team, especially our defense. And uh, I was very, very locked in. I wanted to see how the Ravens were going to counter that, how they were going to play with play that with their um, young uh, uh, defensive coordinator. If I'm not mistaken, I think their defensive coordinator got some Michigan ties uh, uh, somewhere at McDonald. I think he's got some Michigan ties. But uh, to see what happened, obviously, and we're going to jump into it, but I'll say this real quick. It was a 10-10 ball game uh, at the end, at halftime. And then to see the Ravens come out uh, with 20, scored 24 points um, in the second half. I mean, it was just, uh, they destroyed them. I mean, they absolutely destroyed them. So what I did was Saturday, I was locked into that game. And uh, people can say what they want to say. The Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they really did. I mean, people give uh, Art Modell uh, a hard time, but what he did was he 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 moved the uh, the Browns, the old Browns, to the Baltimore area, as you know, and uh, but he left the name here. So you have to give him credit for that. But uh, we also know that I'm best friends with Ozzie Newsom, who is executive vice president still with the Baltimore Ravens. So I wanted to see them win because of uh, because of him. Obviously, I wish we were in that game. But what I did was I sat home on the couch and I watched that game, didn't go anywhere, didn't have a pop or nothing like that. Wow. Just watched the game because I was glued in. Now, Sunday, I was supposed to do something a little bit different because I was going to go to, I uh, had an appearance in North Ridgeville. Give a shout out to the North Ridgeville uh, Browns backers. I was supposed to go and watch the game, uh, do some stuff for them. But I got a call, and it was just crazy because the bar um, that they were going to have this thing, the bar restaurant they were going to have this thing from, said the place burned down. No way. <laughs> yeah, I was, try I was trying to think of the name of it, but uh, I'm just happy no one was in there. No one got hurt or anything like that. But the place burned down. Wow. Um, and I'll look up the name in a minute. Well, with once this we weather and everything yeah, and furnaces. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was crazy. So I didn't uh, Sunday. I didn't go uh, either anywhere there. I just uh, I just watched all the game. But Gab, it was just a great, great weekend for uh, football, as you know, watching all those games. Did you end up talking to Ozzy then? Well, yeah, yeah, we did. What? <laughs> Anything you can share on air? No, I can't. He and I. We um, just gotta have him on next week he, when. He, well, hopefully they they win. Well. Yeah, because uh, he was actually going to uh, come on with us today because, you know, he doesn't have a choice when we say come on. He's, he's got to come on. But he's pretty much, they were in uh, scouting meetings um, uh, all day, and so that's all right. But we'll get him. Um, obviously, 
if they win, they gotta or prepare. shall I say, after they win. Okay. Uh, they're going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they're going to beat the Chiefs. We'll have them on. But I, I want to, and it's so funny because one of the questions I wanted to ask him, Gab, I don't know if you got a chance to see this, but did you see uh, John Harbaugh uh, in the locker room <laughs> after the game? Did you see? I, you know what? He's got some dance moves. I mean, he's really, he had some dance moves. Oh, you didn't see it? I you missed it? I fell asleep, but I'm surprised I didn't see this on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. He was really shaking it up, and I was just <laughs> shocked. I mean, that's the first time I've ever, I, you know, because, again, this is why I say during the playoffs is when I really miss not playing in the National Football League. Because this is when you, you, you really feel close to your teammates. This is when you, you feel that brotherhood. This is when uh, you guys have to have each other's back. And in those locker rooms, especially on that football field, after a big win like that, I mean, it was just phenomenal. But Harbaugh, I couldn't. We know those guys can coach. I mean, they have they have three generations of. I'm watching uh, yeah. it on YouTube uh, right are, now. You, are you see what I'm talking about? I mean, he's really hitting the mood. No. How how about? Look at him. He dances almost almost as good as you do. What are your dance moves compared to his? Oh yeah, but I can I can throw down a little bit. Now don't think I can't. Don't think I can't <laughs> hit it, a little is move. Is it more in the shoulders kind of guy, it, or you got a, a little in the hips? I, too? I got a little bit uh, uh, everywhere. But <laughs> but here's what's funny. I don't know which player it was, but he after he finished hitting his move, he called. I think it was with the wide receiver. He called on, and uh, he wanted him to come out, and I don't think he was ready for it. But okay. he still he still hit a move. <laughs> But, Still get out there and but it, it, it was just an exciting day as far as uh, uh, football all the way around uh, watching these games. And obviously, the sad part about it, someone has to win, someone has to lose. And uh, when you lose now, you go home. And right now we're down to the final four teams. Final four teams is where we are right now. And that's why it's just so exciting. And, 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 and Gab, I'll tell you this. Everybody on those teams, they have everybody on their staff watching the team or the opponent that they're going to have to play, just trying to pick up any little thing that they could pick up that they can use during the course of that ball game to help the team win a game. And it's just, uh, it's just, uh, I, I get, you could tell I get excited just by talking about it right now because. This is the time again, and I keep saying it, and I keep saying it, and I keep saying it. This is the time that I really miss not playing in the National Football League. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll jump in that in, into that a little bit more. It's the final countdown. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she go. <laughs> I, I, I knew it was going. She was going to hit her tune, but she could sing. <laughs> she really, she really can. <laughs> Uh, hit it too. Hey, real quick, what did yeah. you do yesterday? Okay, um, I watched football with my sister. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, her boyfriend went out of town. He went to with him and his brother to the Bills uh, game, and um, you know, obviously they were well, they were rooting for Taylor Swift. So uh, I don't know. I was kind of pulling for the Bills. Well, but I, I was going to ask you: Is that her boyfriend or is that her husband? Did she get married? 
Um, it's her boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot to ask you this. Yes. Did you see Jason Kelsey? Oh yes. <laughs> Did you see him at the Chiefs game? Listen, it, that's that's our spirit animal oh, right now. I think. Oh my. How do you goodness. not love that guy? Oh, I love it. I love it. And he was taking a shot out of a bowling ball. Shirtless. And the yeah. bowling ball. Yeah. The drinks. The high fives. He was picking up little kids. He was like the mayor. He was just handshakes and, and everything. And I'll say this. I know we have to take a quick break, but I'll say this. Did you see him when he jumped down out of the booth into uh, <laughs> the Bills fans? Only he could get away with that one because who's going to tell Jason that he can't jump down? I I'm know. not messing with him. And he's so lovable. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back with more Hanford Dixon show right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz alongside the top dog. And Hanford, you might just get roasted on Twitter by Browns fans with all your Ravens advocacy over here. I know you and Ozzy are boys, but. But see, that you know, it would not be the first time because um, my loyalties is I bleed orange and brown. And I just want everybody to understand that. But still, I, I, I like the Ravens because the Ravens used to be. Um, the Cleveland Browns, but Ozzy would be the first one to tell you when the Browns, when the Ravens are playing the Browns, oh, don't even talk to me. You know, don't even talk to me because uh, uh, I want the Browns to win. And I, you know, and and I wish we were right now have had won the AFC North. I wish that all those teams were coming into Cleveland uh, to play us, you know, uh, but I, I still, I want to see him do well. I want to see his, uh, uh, team do well, but because just because we are are not in it uh, uh, now, I, I don't think I can feel that way about uh, the other teams in the AFC North. But I, you know, the Ravens got some of that Browns uh, history uh, right there with them. So uh, I, 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 I kind of like them a little I bit. Understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I yeah. understand. <laughs> of the final four teams in the playoffs, if you had to compare where the Browns are, where we're headed to these final four teams. Um, how close are the Browns to being being at that stage or being in that? I I, 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 I get your question, and I think it's a good question. Uh, I, I think we're very close. Um, you know, when you look at this football team and some of the things that uh, this fo football team accomplished uh, this year, I think it was just uh, phenomenal. Um, obviously, and it had a lot to do with uh, – the players that uh, Andrew Barry and uh, and obviously Stefanski and his coaching staff had to coach these guys. And you look at some of the injuries. I mean, we had five different starting uh, a quarterback on this football team. We 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 kind of put everything in one basket with uh, Deshaun, and uh, it was very unfortunate that he got hurt. So hopefully he's gonna heal and be back uh, for next season and be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I guess the better question is with Deshaun and Chubb healthy, do you see us being in the Final Four position like that? I really do because uh, this offense uh, with those two guys, I, I think it can really click uh, because obviously everything starts with running the football and it doesn't come any better than Nick Chubb I mean this guy every time he touches the football I mean he averages somewhere around uh, five to six yards a carry and that is just uh, that is just great I mean I I know me as a defensive back uh, I don't want to see this guy coming at me 
uh, in the backfield because this guy's a great north and south runner. I mean, that's just that's just what he is. And look at his thighs. Look how look how big they are. So hopefully, uh, I'm a little bit worried about him because that's the second operation he's had uh, on that knee. But I, you're talking about the best doctors in the world. And uh, hopefully we'll have him back, and hopefully uh, Deshaun will be back. But our football team, I, I tell you, with, with, with the players that we have on it, with the uh, athletes that we have on this, on this football team, I mean, obviously uh, we were in the playoffs. We made the playoffs. So we, um, it's a shame that we couldn't take it any farther, but that's okay. This team will be back, and I think they'll be ready to go. They'll be ready to compete uh, by the time uh, next season rolls around. We're already seeing some of these changes in the offseason with uh, coaches, the hiring, the firings, rather. Were you surprised by any that we've seen so far? Offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, running backs coach Stump Mitchell. We actually had him on the Reflog show. Um, or the tight ends coach T.C. McCartney. Were you surprised by any of these? I was very, very shocked uh, because um, I, I was surprised that he made any changes to his staff. Uh, number one, Stump Mitchell. Uh, the running backs coach that that one really got me and and, and caught me uh, by surprise because I I just didn't think um, you know with the job that he's done uh, with these uh, running backs is just been great I mean Nick Chubbs uh, Ford uh, strong uh, uh, just um, and and uh, uh, you know looking at some of these guys that he's brought in and what he's, you know, the job that he's done with these guys has just been, uh, it's just been great. And I was shocked to see him go. Now, I have to say this about uh, Van Pelt, uh, the offensive coordinator that we let go. You know, I didn't understand, uh, you know, obviously he had the title of offensive coordinator, OC. But him, I, I just don't think he was really the offensive coordinator because Stefanski, is the guy who's uh, calling all the plays. And, uh, you know, usually when you have a guy that's offensive coordinator, uh, he's got a, a much bigger role. And, and who knows what goes on in those meetings that uh, they have in uh, the offensive meetings. But uh, I'm not shocked about uh, him um, going. But um, Stefanski made a change to his staff, and he felt that he needed a change to his staff. And I think he... I, I would be surprised if he uh, doesn't get some feedback from uh, Stump Mitchell, uh, the running backs coach, because uh, I, I would think that that guy was pretty close with Nick Chubb and uh, and a lot of those guys in that uh, running back room because I my understanding is they really, really liked him. And he's been with this football team for four or five years. I mean, he's been on that coaching staff. So, And, and, and you know what he did? He did a – Gap, he, he had a really classy move before he left. He wrote a letter to the fans, the Cleveland Browns fans, before he left, just letting them know how much he appreciated his time, him and his family here in Cleveland. And I, I think he's going to miss Cleveland. Yeah. But again, I was shocked that he made some changes to that uh, to that offensive staff. He seems like a very special guy. I was watching some of the NFL films um, special or features on him, and you got a little bit more behind closed doors look at him <laughs> and and his influence. He's such a character. But 
such a genuine guy, kind of an underdog type guy. Well, Gab, you can't you can't miss him. I mean, he's got that uh, he's got that beard, and it's so funny. You know, he's got that white beard that's hanging off. You know, it's, I think it's getting longer and longer and longer. And uh, but but he but he's genuine. I yeah. mean, he's genuine, and he's a damn good coach. Wasn't a bad running back neither. Mm. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. For the yeah, it wasn't. What was was not a bad running back. So, uh, but you know, I really shocked that he's he's no longer with this organization. So that's a little that's a little crazy. It'll be interesting to see where we or where he goes from from there. Um, how about without having to name names, maybe just characteristics? What kind of coach would you like to see? fill some of these voids we have currently well you know i obviously he's got a you know it's got to be someone that's going to come in and, and and really uh build that rapport with uh with the players and uh because i know me as my coach you know you, you have to be able to talk to these guys you have to be able to relate to a lot of these players today and it's kind of it could be kind of hard because when these guys are making the kind of money that they're making today it, it's just it, that coach or whoever he is he's got to be that special special person and see with the offensive coordinator it's going to be weird because you got Stefanski who uh, really has a role of head coach and offensive coordinator because like I said earlier he's the guy as we know who is calling the plays and that offensive coordinator has got to be someone that come in here and does not mind taking a back seat to Kevin Stefanski because and who knows I mean maybe he's going to hire someone where he is he wants to or is going to give up the play calling but I don't see that I mean Stefanski I, I'm not going to say his ego he's just he's not bad at doing it and it's yeah. something that he likes to take control of it because when you look at it I mean obviously there's other guys in the National Football League that are calling the head coaches that are calling the plays and you you want to look at one of them right now that's in the uh in the in the in the nfc championship game you talked about uh, shanahan i mean he's the guy right now he is a head coach and he's also calling the plays and as a result that's got them to the uh, championship game so it cannot be a bad thing but again that guy that comes in here, who's going to be have the title of offense coordinator, he's got a it's sort of like a give and take uh, uh, scenario a little bit because Stefanski is the one that's going to really have that title, and he's the one that's going to call the offensive plays. And uh, this guy, he's just got to be a part of it. There's got to be that compatible dynamic. Yeah, yeah. you can't fight. Big ego with, uh, I know it's not ego, but, you know, it can't be more than one cook in well, the kitchen. Well, th it is ego, too. I mean, w I mean, let's just face it. I mean, athletes. Everybody uh, thinks they're right. Yeah, and we and we all have egos, so right. it is ego. You're right with that when you said ego. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, we've got to take one more break, Hanford. I'll, I'll ask you some more questions. We'll be back with the Hanford-Dixon show right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz. Thanks so much for watching. We were just going over some of the Browns' new changes this offseason, some of the coaches that are being fired. Let's talk players, though. Hanford, Browns have a lot of free agents. Which players would you like to see back? Um, and who do you think will lose? I, I know on the top of your list, Flacco. You want Flacco <laughs> all day, baby. You notice when you said that, I just started smiling because uh, you are exactly right. That's uh, that's one guy that I want back with this football team. 
because uh, you could say what you want to say about Flacco. You know he's going to throw an interception here and there, but a guy, he's a guy that goes out, Gab, and he competes every single down. And an interception here or there doesn't phase him. And uh, that playoff game against uh, the Texans, uh, you, you know, people could, you know, I hear a lot of people try to blame Flacco for the loss of that game. I think they're crazy. I mean, I really do. I think they've lost their mind. Sure, Flacco throw through two pick six, but that's not the reason why we lost that football game. I, you know, one thing I always say, because I always, uh, I, I remember in the AFC Championship game, one of them was the fumble, and uh, we had a guy, uh, Gab, you know, Ernest Biner, who played for us, and he fumbled that ball. One thing that I did, one thing that. Uh, Pretty much everybody on our football team, we went up to Ernest Biner and we wanted let we wanted to let him know that he was not the reason we lost that ball ball game. Even though he had the big fumble, he was not the reason because if a lot of people uh, go back and watch that game without Ernest, we wouldn't have even been in that game. I mean, he had a phenomenal game, played really, really well. But uh, getting back to Flacco, he wasn't the reason. But you're right. I would like to see us keep Flacco. I'd like to see him as uh, the number two guy behind uh, Deshaun Watson. But it's going to cost us uh, uh, money, and it should, because that's uh, the quarterback position. That is a money uh, position. How about Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt is a a guy. I think it's going to be a tricky uh, situation with him because um, when you look at it, uh, the numbers – just wasn't there. I mean, Kareem Hunt came out and he gave you pretty much everything that he had. Uh, I, I I think he's going to be uh, what we call a casualty there. He's not going to he he's going to be one of the guys that we. I, I doubt if he's back with this football team. Would I love to have him back? Yes, I would love to have him back with this football team. Uh, some of the guys is um, um, Jack Conklin, the um, he, he the tackle. I mean, obviously, he's been hurt off and on, but he's a guy I don't think uh, that we – because those tackles, man, when you bring those guys on, I mean, you're talking about big, big money. And uh, we had the kid from uh, Jones from Ohio State that came in and filled in, and he just he, he was just phenomenal in that role. So I think that's going to make uh, – uh, I think that's going to make uh, Jack – uh, I think we we could possibly get rid of him. Looking at some of the other guys, I mean, some of the big guys, I mean, let's go in the secondary, Greg Newsom. I mean, he's the guy that uh, obviously I don't know if we'll have him back because Greg Newsom is looking for a big contract. And he made – let's just face it. I mean, he made our secondary better. He really did. Between the three corners, it, it was pretty, pretty good. So he was he was just awesome. So he's a guy, but I think he's expendable. I don't think he's a guy that we're going to give all that money to. And uh, Marquise Goodwin, wide receiver, he's a guy. I think he's turning 34 as a wide receiver. Still can run, still pretty fast, but he's a guy I think he's going to be gone. And then check out this. Tight end, I wrote this down. I, uh, you want to hear this. Tight end Harrison Bryant. I mean, he's a guy who we gave a lot of money to. Now, over the five years that we paid him, listen to this. We paid him $54,304 per catch, $6,110 per yard, and then we gave him $483,203 per 
touchdown. Now you tell me, do we need to bring him back or not? Well, I need you need to tell me first. Did you do this math? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, but I had someone do, I had you do it for me. So, and I, that's how I know it's right. Oh my you know, gosh! But yeah. Isn't it crazy? You know, sometimes oh. like that's just that probably it happens all the time, uh, and it, 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 it's it's just absolutely crazy. But you know, I was talking one of the guys though. I think we really need to go out and sign, and that's uh, uh, Zadarius Smith. Mm. I mean, we need to bring this guy back because Zadarius. I mean, obviously he had five and a half sacks. He had uh, a, a lot of tackles for a loss. And uh, I think as far as Miles, we need a Zadarius Smith on this football team because he takes some of that pressure, a little yeah. bit of that pressure off of Miles Garrett. So He's a big help, and he's also great from that veteran presence standpoint as well. Great, great character, great glue. <laughs> but did the, did, the, did the Harrison Bryant numbers, did they get you? <laughs> that, when you break it down like that, is pretty astounding. <laughs> we are paying him four hundred and eighty three thousand three hundred three dollars per touchdown catch so he didn't have a lot of touchdown catches and, and he didn't have <laughs> well, he, he didn't have uh, a lot of catches so that's where those big numbers uh, came in it's tough it's got to be tough to predict you know when you when you have such high hopes for a player or and injuries and things like that it's it's so wild but but uh, you know, looking at those guys, though, um, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see if we sign any of those guys. Um, you know, again, that's where Andrew Barry and Stefanski's job gets a little tough because it, 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 it's tough to decide how to assemble this team and what guys to bring back, and especially, especially. When you uh you everything is under the cap, you gotta be you gotta be at that cap number. Speaking of Andrew Barry said that he wants Flacco back. Well, I, I he'd be crazy not to. I mean, Flacco Flacco took us on a run. I mean, he took us on a run and and uh, toward the end of the season, and uh, he got us in the playoffs. And that's why I like the guy. That's why I think we should have the guy back. He he's thirty nine years old. Bring him back, Gab. Bring him back, Gab, we're going to have a special guest on next, right? Yes, we are. Okay, a nice little tease. I like what you did there. We've got a special guest coming up right after this. We have to take another break, Hanford. Thanks for watching the Hanford-Dixon Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Hanford-Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz alongside the top dog, and we got our headphones on. Well, actually, Hanford has always had his <laughs> headphones on because he just always likes to wear them. You know, you you don't like to wear the headphones because you don't want to mess it up your hair. You Listen, know, you try... <laughs> you try See, I don't have any hair, so I don't have that problem, you know? You, I think you just think they're stylish or something. <laughs> we, we've got them on because we're going to bring on our special guest of the day, seven-year NFL vet, spent five years with the Browns, two with the Dolphins, and he was a teammate of yours, another yes, cornerback. Yes, yes. Uh, Hanford, please welcome Stephen Braggs. Thanks so much for coming on. Yay! Thank you guys so much for the invite. Yeah, so what are you up to now? I We were calling you earlier, and you, you're you working with a lot of kids. Did you say first grade? Yes, we had some first graders. I volunteer my time to come out uh, just to get me out of the house some days, uh, just to move around to uh, uh, just escort kids from one little location to the other. And uh, sometimes the coaches on campus, they like to talk to me about football, and I just give them some ideas and thoughts, and then I just head back home. Okay, so you're at a private school in Austin there, Trinity Episcopal? 
Yes, that's correct. Uh, awesome. How did you get that, Gab? You are good. Listen, I'm wearing these glasses today, and <laughs> I'm really good at pronunciation now. Well, you are good. You go, girl. <laughs> Give me a high five on that one, you know. <laughs> uh, first graders, uh, is that the only grade that you're in charge of with the escorting and everything, or is it all, all grades? Uh, first grade and kindergartners, you know, they're the ones that uh, – kind of need a little more leadership when you take them from a class to go to the other class. So it's like a, you know, two or three minute transition from one class to the next, but that two or three minutes, you know, kind of, uh, you know, hurting little first grades in kindergarten. Sometimes <laughs> it'll, it'll, uh, they like to have fun. Hey, if I was, if I was one of those coaches, you talking about picking your brain, I would be driving you absolutely crazy because, uh, I, dog, I would stay because I want that knowledge. You would have to, you would get tired of me. You know that? Yeah, I, I, well, you taught me a lot. You guys, I, I played under you guys, Tutelage, uh, and I used to tell folks all the time uh, how we used to do reports on receivers. Uh, it was just like a little business, and, and I, I, I wouldn't been uh, have the success I did if it wasn't for Hanford, top dog there, and, uh, and, and Felix Wright and all those guys at Minifield and so forth. What was that like playing with Hanford? <laughs> what what did you pick up from him? Hey, be be careful, pup. Be careful, yeah, pup. Be me, careful, with dog. Me. We got a know. guy. <laughs> hey, don't tell him that, dog. Come no, on, no, man. No. No, no. Well, I, we uh, got a guy. You that's, know? Right, that's right. Um, I think I, I tell everybody I had the best times of my life in Cleveland. Uh, I've always stood uh, behind that. I was a little quiet guy, but you know, Hanford. Um, he kind of he, he's he's a leader back there. And so I was able to come in and, and uh, he kind of took his put his arms around me and just kind of just kind of watched him. I did And they called me puppet. I just kind of watched everything he did. He didn't really know that. Um, and so he was kind of my mentor quietly. And I always tell him uh, how much I, I appreciate it. So uh, from there, um, I, I don't know. I just got the great grace of God. It allows me to just to be around kids and to be around people. And I, I thank him for that today. I think it's really cool. You've got this nickname, Puppy Dog. <laughs> I can only imagine where this came from. Maybe something about the dog pound. Maybe something about Hanford, the top dog. It it, it came out Hanford. He was one named it. Uh, it was my rookie season, right, Hanford? That's right. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. And he said he made. I had a a mentor. And, um, I did a mentor. What um, play where they would do interviews and stuff each day, and then. And then Hanford Dixon was like, hey, we got Puppy Dog right there. And then from then on, uh, it stuck. And um, and I was Puppy Dog around. People called me Puppy Dog before they even knew my name. So I was Puppy Dog to everyone else, and no one really knew my first name. So, yeah, Hanford, Hanford named me Puppy Dog. And I was like, that's a, a great fitting, uh, great tribute that he was named me that to follow what he was, his leadership. Hey, uh, Stephen, uh, you, you talked about uh, – Texas, but uh, Texas beat Alabama this year. Yes, they did. They did. They did. I mean, did that make you proud? Uh, you know it did. You know, I mean, so. dog. I mean, because you know, I got a problem with that. You know, I, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm a Southern Mississippi guy, but uh, you know, I had scholarships to uh, Alabama, Auburn, and everything. I still, I, I tell them, I still got people in my family that won't talk to me because I didn't sign yeah. with uh, Alabama, but. You know, me and Ozzy was talking. I told Ozzy you was coming on the show, and we were talking about that. And Ozzy wanted me to tell you that he's not happy with what transpired. You know, you, uh, Steve, you got because you know your head coach used to coach at Alabama with Nick Saban, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep, that's correct. So that made so. you happy beating up on uh, Road Tide, didn't it? 
Well, you, you know those times we had with Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. So that was another scenario there. <laughs> said to the, with, yeah, so I'm going to leave that where that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, let's put it on that, on that category first, okay, the Nick Saban role. Do you keep up mostly with college or NFL or either? Are you are you up to up to date on watching football, I guess, you know, since you're so uh, yeah. busy? Yes, I, I do. Uh, I follow uh, my, 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 my horn since I'm here in Austin. And um, I get an opportunity to come up to Cleveland. Um, sometime I used to be every year to go with the alumni thing. But, you know, recently um, I hadn't come up as, as often. Uh, but I do wear my brown stuff around. Um, when Miami Dolphins are playing, I wear my Miami Dolphins stuff. But I never was a guy that always follow a lot of sports, you know. Uh, but because those guys taught me about just learning learning the game and learning about it. Um, learn about players but yeah i still i still follow follow up steven does it drive you crazy i, I mean it drives me crazy today watching uh, uh some of these uh defensive backs and, and especially cornerbacks some of the techniques and things they do and the, the tackling and you, you know because one thing we did we realized that uh we, you know even if it was a uh, a big back coming out the backfield we would take these guys and we would wrap them, wrap them up, knowing that they okay. You might drag us one or two yards, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take you down. I mean, you have a lot of these guys with these bad techniques. They come up and they they don't even bring their arms to wrap any of these guys up. They just want to go hit them and thinking that's gonna bring them down. And you see a guy break the tackle and go about five yards, and then the don't even, and then the pass interference. I mean, they panic. They go. They don't turn their head around. I mean, a lot of times if they turn their head around, they can make a play on the ball or something. But they panic and they go and they hit the guy with their, you know, head not turning around. But, again, my point is some of these techniques and things they're teaching these guys and what they're doing today, it's crazy. Do you agree with that or not? Well, I think they need to go back and look at some of our old school film right. and see how, how we played guys and we turned around and, and stayed in phase with guys. And... Um, we, you guys, we did a lot of drills that were um, allowed us to have that poise and that confidence playing the D ball. Um, so I would say these guys go back and look at some of the things that we did when we played pure man to man, because that's what we were. We're pure right. man to man players. And we, we went up and bumped and run on guys. And when you play bump and run, the, the whole the word bump is very important because they don't use their hands at the line of scrimmage. So uh, when you go look at us and see how we bump and run and techniques, and I think they could uh, use some of that to add to all the gifted talent that they really have. They're so much bigger and faster than we were. Um, And, um, and so I think if they go back and look at the, at those scenarios, I think they'll, you know, they will see that they can get some things out of that. What are some of the biggest questions that coaches like to pick your brain about? Um, how do you stop an offense <laughs> in general? Uh, uh, hey, can you help me with my quarterback? <laughs> yeah, I was a quarterback in high school because I was going to go to Oklahoma to play quarterback, but I went to Texas. Um, so um, the quarterback, but basically, you know, how to stop how to stop this offense? How to stop this? How to how to run this coverages? What's the best coverage for that? And so forth and so on. And I'm able to. Um, to give them the, the, the information to help them be successful. Yeah, yeah Steve was – now, Puppy Dog was fast now. Uh, Pup, wh- can you run that uh, that 40 today? You know? 
<laughs> yeah, I probably run about two, three steps. Uh, you know, uh, you know what I can I can honestly say I got the first five steps of drive phase down. But after that, after that happened, I come home and the missus was like, "Oh, you've been trying to run again." Right. You know? <laughs> and so yeah. and so, I I'm in Epsom Salt and and and, and and yeah, yeah. So it's tough for me. Gab, you didn't know this about Puppy Dog. Now we got to ask him this before we let him go. Uh, we got to ask him about Puppy Dog would take a RV and travel all over the United States, yeah, and he would yeah. just do some fishing, he play wow. some golf. I mean, I, I mean, you wouldn't know that about him until I. But I gotta tell us about some of your trips, dog. You know, real. Yeah, we've, we've taken from down to Texas all the way to California. I, one time I was uh, going to Vancouver, and, and um, I'll just go hit the coast, and uh, I'll pull boats and, and create. I know one crazy trip I went to do. Um, they said, well, you see the big, the, big, the big pine trees out toward California. I forgot what they call it. But it says, do not tow anything up there. <laughs> oh, no, me. I'm thinking, you know, yo, I got the big RV. I can get it up there, and I got a powerful unit. About halfway up the trip, my my red engine lights start coming on and, and everything. And so there's bears and all kinds of things in in in, in that arena. So I, I didn't make that. So I learned to listen to the signs and look at the signs on the, on the road to tell you do not try to tow anything up up a steep climb. So, so you didn't uh, get chased by a bear out there though. Uh, I'm glad I did not because I'm the adventurous type of guy. I would have went out there on those trails because I hunt snakes and stuff. Growing you hunt what? So I, yeah, you remember I had the snake. Oh, you, you guys, before I left, when I left Cleveland, uh, I had pet pythons like 10, 12 feet. And um, I, I did a I did a trick on the teams where we would have on, on bloopers. We had two Gatorade coolers and one cooler would come in and you're going to do a raffle prize and they gave just paper. And then we swapped the coolers when we had them blindfold. And then they reach in, they feel that. Oh, no. And then the snake, my pet snake would just come up and you saw guys just scream and run and all kind of explicatives and stuff. So, <laughs> well, let me yeah. tell you something. You talking about? Are you looking at a man right here? A snake? I don't care whether it's poisonous or not. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand about you. A green snake get him away from me. I don't want. <laughs> and, and you just pick him up, pup. I know you. You I just, just yeah. I just pick him up, go to him. I know how to. I, Cause you know I used to go rattlesnake hunting in Round Rock to trap the snakes and. And uh, I don't know, just a crazy little fetish I had until I realized that, you know, this day can actually kill me. <laughs> and, then, and then so I just kind of stayed away from that. Well, yeah. Pop, we know you got to we know you got to get back. Gab, yeah, we, we, we really appreciate him. I'm going to have to. What? What if I just came in here with a snake? Oh, I, I, actually, you gave no. me a great prank hell idea. No. Hell no. Maybe it'll be a fake one. Maybe not. Hell no. You'll never know no. when it's coming. <laughs> You see his quick jam. Dog, get the hands on her. You know she. You know, tell her pop. Yeah. Ooh, that's what they we gotta do. Gotta get them hands on her now. You know. That's right. Well, we. I appreciate everything you guys have done for me. Stephen, thanks so much for coming on. It was a pleasure, and uh, have a great rest of your week. Right, you too. Watch, well. Happy New Year. Watch everyone. this. Watch this gap. Puppy dog. God is good. All the time, my friend. I see you, big dog. Same here. Y'all be good. Much love, y'all. Thanks so much. We're going to take one more break. Well, actually, we got a few more breaks, but thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz alongside the top dog. And I got to say, this guy makes himself laugh <laughs> way too much. 
which I love. It's actually one of my favorite things about you. But uh, you and your stories and the know, bus rides, and you were like, "Don't tell them everything." I know, I know, I know. I gotta keep it. Gotta. We have to keep it to ourselves. It was. You know? It was nice to have uh, Stephen on, though. It, it, it really was. I mean, he's. Uh, we call again. We called him Puppy Dog, and I don't know why I got. Well, I guess because he was. He, he came was, up behind. Yeah, he came up behind me, and I just he was like a little pup, and I just I said Puppy Dog. I introduced <laughs> him as Puppy Dog, and that name just. Uh, Pretty much stuck to him uh, the whole time, so it, it was it was it was good chatting with him. It yeah. really was. Top dog, puppy dog. We'll have to have him on again. Yeah. Let's take a look at these playoff games we have coming up here. What are your thoughts on Kansas City playing in Baltimore, playing against the Ravens? Who do you think is going to win? Boy, I tell you, that's going to be an interesting game. That's our first. That would be the first game Sunday. I think that game. I don't, I don't know. I think three o'clock. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Uh, uh, Kansas City, obviously we know what uh, Mahomes and Kelsey and all those guys can do, and now they have a running game with, uh, uh, what's the guy's name, Pacheco or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think in the last week he had 15 carries for 97 yards. But uh, I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did against that Baltimore Ravens defense because that that defense is just uh, awesome. I mean, you got Patrick Queen, uh, Rokon Smith, uh, Kyle Hamilton, who's back that's playing extremely well. They don't have their uh, number one uh, cornerback, though, uh, talking about this, uh, the cornerback, uh, Marlon Humphrey. He, is, uh, he, he didn't play, so he's a day-by-day thing. But you go into that offense, and, and Lamar's playing like an MVP. I mean, this guy, he will uh, – all the signs point to him having his number one weapon back, talking about Mark Andrews, the tight end. Uh, so I think he'll be back. So I think the Baltimore Ravens is going to uh, win this game, but it's not going to be easy because everybody knows uh, Mahomes' track record and uh, this guy. I, I think you point out you pointed out a very interesting uh, uh, stat that uh, each of his year that he's been uh, in the NFL – He's been playing in this game. I mean, and the guy's what? He's got two Super I think he's got in two Super Bowls. the AFC Championship. Yeah, he's yeah. been in the AFC Championship. If he, he beats the Ravens, he will have made four of the last six Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, I, what's going to be even worse, this game is in Baltimore. They're playing uh, in Baltimore. If this game was in uh, KC, I would uh, think that would be a little bit different. But this game is in Baltimore, and there's no way I could see them walking into uh, Baltimore beating uh, the Baltimore Ravens uh, in Baltimore. Okay, we've got to take one more break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. We were just talking about the final teams in the playoffs, and you did give me your weighing in thoughts on Kansas City versus the Ravens. How about the 49ers and Lions? I mean, Lions, you got to. How do you not pull for them? Having, never, never having been to the Super Bowl and just the journey that they've had this season. Well, you're right, and they're one of four teams that haven't been to the uh, uh, Super Bowl, and I guess you can name one other team, can't you? Us being one you of them. You know it. You know it. You're exactly <laughs> right. But this, the this Texans, is, Jaguars. Yeah, Browns. You're good. See, I didn't even know the other two. Hey, listen, Google. But this game, <laughs> this game is going to be interesting. Uh, you're right. This means a lot for the city of Detroit, and uh, obviously, we know uh, San Francisco and all the uh, Super Bowls that they've won with uh, Jerry Rice and crew. And uh, uh, but Brock Purdy, I mean, you, you, 
this kid, man, Kittle, he's got Kittle, he's got a lot of weapons. But Detroit, man, Detroit is just like uh, a city, just like Cleveland. They're a blue-collar town, and uh, and and their fans. I mean, even after they won uh, the ch- even after they won the playoff game, you can see their fans. They're crying, and and this means a lot to them. So I would like to see in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say this: I would like to see the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens. All right, those are two teams that uh, I would like to see. Uh, play this game you're so influential over me because that would be the matchup i would like to see well gab and who and 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 and, and with that matchup who do you want to win gab so- sorry ozzy <laughs> <laughs> sorry hanford sorry ozzy you're gonna go with detroit or yes you, you know yes what? Uh, what i just I think do? it's cool and like you said we have we have something in common with those what am folks. i going to do with you gabby good show good show hanford we got to get out of here thanks so much and we'll see you next week boop, boop, boop.